0: Namaste and welcome home to Women's Journeys, a place full of enlightening conversations where incredible women talk to me about their journeys, the good and the bad, the twists and the turns, and how they got to be where they are today. Allow their journeys to inspire, empower, and uplift you. Even though we all have our unique journeys and destinies, it is comforting to find that ultimately, everybody goes through the same things. My name is Olivia. Join me on an inspiring journey to help you find your own light. Hello beautiful listener and welcome to part 2 of a 2 part episode I recorded with Mimi from Mayu Roots. And if you haven't listened to part 1 yet, I recommend you do so. There was a lot of divine, divine wisdom shared on there. It was a beautiful conversation and the conversation continues in part two right here we talk about Mimi's rituals about womb wisdom about social media how it's a blessing how it's a curse about imposter syndrome and about much more so I hope you enjoy part two as much as I hope you enjoyed part one and please welcome once again Mimi and the rest of her journey much love and enjoy I was wondering about what you do. You use any rituals to, or anything that you do throughout your day? Like, I'm just curious. Like, do you meditate in the morning? Do you do any body movement rituals? Um, If you have a specific daily ritual that you do, any of that would be really welcome. I'd love to hear.
1: Mm, I love that question. Um, I think one of the main things that I ask myself every morning as part of my embodiment practice is what would feel most nourishing right now? What would nourish me from head to toe? What would be a full embodied exhale and fully feeling held and nourished by my practice, by whatever rises? And sometimes the little voice in my body, that little essence in me, you know, what comes through is, is, a, is a nice release, a nice cry for hours. And other times it's, it's movement. It's this embodied intuitive movement. I'll just play whatever, whatever playlist feels really present for me and just move with it and feel my vessel just nourishing me, nourishing my soul. Um yeah and I think one thing that is really an anchor of my day is ceremony. Sitting in ceremony um feels so beautiful to me and it is so true to me and I find that I I am really at my essence when I'm sitting in ritual or ceremony with um whatever whatever essence whatever medicine feels Um, like an intuitive call, whether that's a tea, an infusion, um, cacao, um, even a water ceremony, a bathing ceremony, fire ceremony, working with one specific element, one archetype even. I work deeply with archetypal medicine. Um, Another thing that has really been uh, one of the greatest cultivators in my embodiment is tuning into my womb space because I find that my rhythmic pulse is straight in my womb the cycles of my body really make themselves seen when I tune into my womb when I take a few breaths deep into the womb space like truly bringing the consciousness bringing my mind down to the womb and the womb space is that mother voice, the nourisher to me. It's, it's where I find my inner mother and also tuning into my heart space, like mother and child, what would nourish child best? Um, and I find that when I move from my womb, when I speak from my womb, when I move, when I make decisions from my womb, it is so aligned and so natural in its essence and in such deep truth um yeah i think that a lot of the times we can really find what would be the most needed um, practice when we tune into the physical body when we tune into the voice of the body rather than um our mind going outwards and knowing the knowing of okay if if i practice a yin practice or a, or a vinyasa practice or a certain breath work I'll feel better when it's actually like no how can I take my mind and all the knowings of what I've learned and the paradigms and just completely listen to what my body knows is true and what my body feels is true because I feel like we lose a lot of that um, that trust in our body's voices and I've definitely lost the trust I've been in deep discipline for years uh you know with exercise addiction eating disorder that over controlling the over planning and now it's like that exhale into actually i trust my body i trust you i trust you i trust you really how does it feel to acknowledge each part of my body and to unite soul with body again Um Mm, yes
0: it feels like a returning home
1: when Mm. you
0: do so and you start really listening and connecting and I myself I had been on on birth control for a long time and I quit only a few months ago and by doing so I'm feeling like so more connected to myself and I'm like, why did I deny myself from this beautiful connection this long time? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, with things like that, like that, it's important to not delve into shame, but to delve yeah. into what you know to be true right now and to just go from there. Like you mm-hmm. were saying, like with your exercise addiction, whatever you went through, yeah, we both maybe dishonored our voices in the past from our bodies, but it's never too late to start it's never too late to connect again Mm. um I think that's that's so powerful um yes I was wondering like you I think you mentioned something about your offerings at some point and Mm. I'm wondering do you have any offerings right now or what are your visions sort of for your future Mm. going forward I love this question hmm yeah, I've been
1: gestating some offerings for the past past year or so. Right now, I'm really loving creating ritual art and ceremonial art. So I have an Instagram that really brings forth um, ceremonial art. And actually, it's not my highest
0: offering. I've never been an artist, but... I think Uh, it's beautiful it's beautiful (laughs) I was wondering like is it you who draws this and Mm, it is yeah it is you it's it's beautiful
1: it's quite beautiful because while I'm working and while I'm creating my offerings on the side and behind the scenes this creative outlet is like this container for this expression to flow through and um, yeah I've been creating art and ritual infusing my art with the natural features, whatever is feeling present for me in the moment and um, integrating blessings and prayers into the art pieces and releasing them. But as for my higher offerings and what's to come in in higher vision, um, I'm holding the vision of creating offerings based on earth medicine. one-to-one natural earth rhythm cycles uh, sessions sorry um, yeah one-to-one earth rhythm sessions. Uh, 75 minute guided journey uh, guided by the uh, four directions the four elements guided by the mother beneath her feet and all the, the, the elements and all the archetypes of the earth um, and also what feels most present is gestating a collective, a sacred sisterhood collective um, held by the, the wisdom of Grandmother Moon, sort of that as the foundation. It's, uh, it's going to be called the Grandmother Cave, tuning into that wise woman, crone archetype. Um, but also, just that acting as a foundation and creating this safe container for, um, yeah, sisters to experience ritual, to experience immersive experiences, uh, ceremony, embodiment, fully embodying and integrating again soul and body. Uh, tuning into the womb space into the inner mother and all the archetypes that our womb spaces hold um, celebration um, connection that deep ancient connection that is within the, fe- the feminine blood is that every single one of our great great grandmothers or, or whatever again whatever time it took place women circled together it's an ancient practice that is so deep in our blood and actually i'm so deeply passionate about reclaiming that connection reclaiming the wisdom within the feminine body reclaiming this sacred gathering that is so such a life force within us and it feels really exciting and and i'll I'll first be birthing it as an online experience and then with higher visions bringing it forth into the physical um Mm. it feels really really exciting and really true um so yeah those are those are what what are being birthed
0: right now wow wow it's again I have no words it's so beautiful and sweet and um, I always think how how is it that people like us always have similar visions a lot of the people that come on here not everyone but a few of them and myself it's It's always going in the direction of of connecting, coming back to that connection, bringing people together, bringing women together, and finding healing within that. Like you said, it's such a healing, it's such an ancient practice that's just within our blood, and it's just waiting to come out. Um, Yes, wow. And also, I was wondering, how is it for you to really come from this intuitive space of a deep inner knowing that you're here to serve that you're here to work your light how is it for you to bring that into this material reality into this material world because I know that for me it's and maybe for others who are in the same position it's so easy in a way to just um, have this knowing and know it but it can be so difficult to really condense it into like well I still have to survive and make money in this world. And how am I going to do this stuff practically? (laughs) Tell me about it. It's
1: it's a journey, isn't it? Um, Mm
0: -hmm. I mean,
1: it's real. I mean, this whole podcast probably sounded so like dreamy and beautiful and, and all of these high visions when behind the scenes i'm like in tears not knowing where my path is going being scared being in a deep scarcity mindset of like i'm never going to survive off of creating these circles and bringing earth to people again they don't get it but again it's it's i feel like that really roots in ourselves putting our trust in others Putting our trust in what we've been taught by our parents, what we've been taught by society, what we've been taught in in education in the education system, and we've lost this trust trust within ourselves, within like our voice, within what we know feels such like such a fuck yes in our bodies, um, in our in our truth, and when we are able to just be in that full yes zone to ourselves. Like, I trust you, I trust you fully. I trust this vision. I know this is coming from such a rooted place, which again, some of our visions come from the ego. I'm not saying that every vision that comes to mind is something that's, oh yeah, that's my that's that's definitely for me or, or that. Can we really tune in to this, again, this embodiment of this is me showing up as me from my truth, from my roots, from my foundation, from my base, uh, I think that's such an important part of uh, visualization or, or having these sacred um, hopes and sacred uh, creations and manifestations. Is that rooting? Because we we often go upwards and we and we think of the manifestation and the visualization and and all of that, but actually before all of that we need to feel safe and grounded in who we are and who we are as beings and who we are as individuals showing up as healers as whatever you identify yourself as in your practice it doesn't even need to be spiritual it doesn't even need to be any of this whatever is your highest vision is it coming from your root because those the, that is your foundation here on this beautiful land um so often i find when i'm When I'm in the mind a lot thinking about how is it going to look like I want and then like getting really excited about it, which is such a beautiful part of it. But then also getting worried about it. I know that my root is not strong enough yet. I'm not feeling safe enough in my body. And that's the most important part. And also part of part of this whole thing for me is the imposter syndrome you're such an amateur. How are you going to, how are you going to manifest this? There's a hundred, there's hundreds of these going on. No, what, what makes you special? What makes you unique? There's the space has already been taken. And again, that scarcity mindset, rather than tuning into the fact that that person manifested this and, and brought it into the tangible reality, that means I have the space to do it too. Yeah. And that, okay, that voice that comes up, that's like you're an amateur, you can't do this, you're too young, you're this, you're that, you're inexperienced in everything, that trust again, how can I trust myself, how can I trust my roots, you know, Um, and also holding that space, holding the, the space that That feels like it's shouting at you, it's calling you an amateur, it's calling you all of these things that feel so unworthy, holding it and making that part of yourself feel safe. Because essentially when that part of yourself feels held and safe and seen, everything else dissipates and you're able to enter this like full centered being. And we're always going to be students of life. We're always going to be both students and teachers. It's, it's, a, it's a process that is infinite. We will never stop learning from each other. It's a co-creation. This whole web of life is a co-creation. We're all like little spiders assisting in this massive web. Um, and that's been something so humbling, knowing that I will continue to learn. I will continue to deepen myself. I will continue to unlearn whatever it is that I need to unlearn. I will continue to adopt and learn and hold space for others and be held in space. It's that symbiosis of both giving and receiving.
0: Yeah. Mm. Wow. I, I kind of felt like it was so important to touch on this. And I absolutely loved your answer about, you know, it's... We've been talking in this dreamy, spacey way about everything, but then, you know, getting down to the roots and getting down to the material reality. And sometimes, you know, people like us, we're still scared sometimes. Like, we're not like these, in a way, we're teachers, but we're not, like you said, we're students as well. We're students of life. It's not like everything just flows easily all the time even though on the surface it may look like that sometimes Mm. Um, and I think that's a really important thing to touch on for maybe anyone listening who's like I want to do these things as well but Mm. I feel like so much is holding me back Um, yes yes but it's so interesting because when I look at you when I look at your Instagram when I look at you talking to me you're such a natural healer you're such a natural teacher Mm -hmm. and like you were saying before like there is imposter syndrome and you may feel like oh i'm i'm amateur everything but the deepest knowing comes from inside from the intuition Mm -hmm. that you give from the connection from to higher source that just channels Mm -hmm. through you and comes out of your mouth and that's the wisdom that needs to be shared Mm -hmm. and then you can always have these extra modalities, obviously, to complement that, like your plant medicine or mm. circle holding or whatever it may be, but the essence of it is just a connection with source, I feel like, and intuition. And when you you see, you see, look at other sisters and you're like, oh, of course they're going to do all that stuff. Of course they're going to get to their visions. But when you look at yourself, it's sometimes more difficult to be like, huh, mm. am I actually doing this? Like... Yes. <laughs> Yes, and, and another thing is like, all right, I want everyone
1: to really tune in right now and this is gonna be really confronting because this is something that I find myself doing a lot. How often do you see another, see another healer or whatever it is, whatever whoever is on the same path as you and try to adopt and learn like everything, that they're doing and, and trying to listen to their wisdom. And, and this can be with any teacher again, doesn't necessarily need to be the one on your path, but any teacher and really just like falling into that. Like, I don't know anything because I find myself trusting other teachers and other wisdoms a lot, which is beautiful because we do have a lot to learn, but oftentimes I'll lose the voice within that knows so much, that already knows so much about my path. And often I'll look at other people and and just think, what are they doing differently? How did they get to do this and everything? But just removing all of that, how often do we go on social media? And we're so inspired by all of these people, which is beautiful. Again, it's a beautiful bridge. But then what happens is that we build expectations and we lose sight of our essence, of what what our unique medicine is. Uh, And so I love just removing all that stimulation and just going within. And honestly, if I can be honest, you aren't going to get to the deepest essence the first time you go in. It's going to take a lot of unlearning. It's going to take a lot of, you know, healing some traumas, healing some patterns, healing some paradigms that have been installed within your within your mind by by others it's going to be removing all of those structures that others have built for themselves and then really coming back again to the root of who you are
0: mm, yes soul sister it's so easy mm. to look at other people and look at what they're doing and Comparing yourself or Mm. being like, huh, maybe I should do things differently or maybe I should listen to them or I want to have this be confirmed by a healer or a terror reader that what I'm feeling is valid, that my dreams are valid when it's all within. Exactly. (laughs) It's all within, yes. Because, Mm. you know, I I looked at your profile before we were going to have our conversation and I was like... (gasps) Oh, my God, this girl has everything together. Her Instagram is so beautifully laid out. Her website mm. <laughs> looks amazing. Mm. And so it's really like a relief to hear from you as well. Like, hey, I'm also still searching. I'm yeah. also still looking. No one is perfect. Mm. Yes. And I'm also finding ways to be more raw and more
1: authentic on social media. I mean, I'm sure all of us still feel like, our truth gets a little bit diluted when it comes out through what we type and what we post and everything where I'm trying to find my body as this just completely clear vessel. So whatever comes up, whatever feels right, whatever feels embodied for me to put out, it doesn't go through any dilution. It doesn't go through any filters. Um, Mm -hmm. I still do it. And, And it's such a normal, normal thing. It's such a normal process of, yeah, of, of what we've been taught. This is something that we've been taught at a very young age, is having that filter, having the filter to speak and all of it. And yeah, it it we don't mm-hmm. always have it together. And it's okay. It's okay. We don't need to have it together. We don't need to make it seem that way. Um and and for me, my my platform is really a place of devotion for myself because I really know like, this is not coming from that space of expectation of ego, of Hmm. um, any expectation of of the responses I'm going to get. It's just this pure space of devotion to the earth, to the, Hmm. to the great spirit, to all the elements. And when I find that when we move from a space of devotion, To ourselves to our truth to our teachers whatever feels resonant to you it's such a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful thing and we move from such a rooted and authentic place
0: Mm, yes because I can see the pure authenticity that you have on your page and that's the thing like it shines through it's it shines through people can see it whether you're being authentic or not and authenticity is the thing that we're really moving into and that's more and more appreciated
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, so before I asked you about your vision for your life your personal life a little bit and I'm wondering what does your intuition say about like the vision of the collective of Mm -hmm. what kind of new earth new world we're heading into because things are crumbling Anything inauthentic is crumbling down. Authenticity is coming in its place. New foundations are being built. More and more people are looking for a deeper bond with Mother Nature, Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering, what sort of do you see what that vision would look like? Mm. Yeah. I think
1: this death, this crumbling that you're speaking of, this breakdown is so necessary right now. And it's going to be a long one. It's going to be a long one. It's, it's centuries of trauma being built up and foundations being built up around patriarchy, around inauthenticity, around disconnection from Ma and Right now, what I see most clearly is that death phase. Is this just like everything is, everything that we've known, everything that we've been taught is crumbling down. And we're, we are coming into our own sovereignty. We're seeing that with our own eyes. Um, and it's, it's, it takes a lot of fire to, to break a society uh, not a society but patterns like this down and some of us are going to be the frontline warriors who really are are working as as directly with this with this sort of um breakdown or whatever you would call it some of us are tuning in to our higher paths and 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 working with what we can finally release into, and finally know of ourselves, Um, we're all going to hold different archetypes, different roles and positions in this revolution, in this transformation, this metamorphosis. Some of us are the healers, some of us are the frontliners, some of us are the warriors, some of us are the builders of the new earth. and i think that right now what's most important is is that we're all honoring each other for the space and the roles that we are we are taking up because as long as it is coming from a place of truth within ourselves our individual selves and within a space of love and interconnection with this um with this collective society with this family it's so pure and it is it's like the most perfect foundation for this new earth. And I mean, beyond the death, beyond this, this, uh, this release, what I envision returning us all is that reconnection back to the natural ways of the earth. Reconnection back to the umbilical cord that connects us from ourselves to the great mother, the, the fire above us, the fireball, the great grandfather that gives us such life force, being in such reverence to nature, to the natural elements, and I see that that hierarchy of, of humans versus this versus that—it's just going to be—it's going to be nothingness because it's—we're all again in that web, in that spider web where we're all interweaving in and we're all in symbiosis to each other, to the animals, to the plants, to the soil, to the mountains, to the oceans. Um, that's, that's something that feels really present is that we are going to discover this reconnection and this, uh, yeah, this reconnection back to uh, Earth Mother and all all our, all our earth teachers. And then we're also going to land so beautifully back into the altar of our own natural rhythms, of our own body's pulse, of our own truth. We're going to reclaim what it means to be us, what it means to be alive, what it means to be free, what it means to be liberated. What it means to speak from center and move from center and honor the cyclical nature of this circle of life. It's going to be so sacred, I feel. Um, and yeah, honoring, honoring the indigenous, the indigenous elders, honoring and being in full, full devotion to the ancient teachings of the land we're walking on uh, and the Mm -hmm. soil beneath our feet and the heartbeat beneath our feet. It's gonna be this, feel this this union between our own heartbeat and the heartbeat of the earth. Mm -hmm. And that union is something so divine. And I feel like it's going to be the greatest medicine, For each of our souls.
0: Mm, Wow. Yes. And I love how you. Framed it as. Everyone's going to have a different. Role in this. There's the healers. There's the builders. There's the teachers. Mm. Um, Because. Not everyone is meant to be a healer or a teacher. And that's Mm. beautiful. And that's okay. Not everyone is like that. I, I think you and I are. But everyone has their own specific role to fulfill and yes. i think what's going to be more and more important is that every single person just start listening to the voice within not the voices yes. without and once you once everyone start starts starts listening to the voice within then we're going to be fulfilling mm. the roles that we're meant to fulfill and yes. Yes, it will be. It's just a seamless way into going into mm. the new world. But as you say, it's it's gonna take a while. It's not just gonna take this year to no. crumble everything down. So I'm very curious about what the mm. next few years hold. But I feel like in in these times, social media is actually truly a blessing that yes. people like you and I can connect more and more people are waking up and Mm -hmm. seeing their own truths and their own lights and the collective truths and light and uh, that's so special to witness
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) it is so exciting it's so exciting
1: and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of fire a lot of that beautiful fire building up uh, of transmutation finally of metamorphosis and it is Yeah, social media is something I think is becoming more of a ceremonial thing as well as a sacred thing that we're working with to connect and to finally hear each other, to finally hear our brothers and sisters and and all and all living beings finally Mm. uh, and be so in love with the world and the society or not the society but the 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 collective that we're in this support this union uh it's kind of like a a one big massive
0: tribe Um, yes Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, we're rising we're rising yes Mm -hmm. yes because i think i often think back to the witches or Mm -hmm. any sort of other like this is the the symbolism that I'm going to use right now, but, like, the, the witches that were burned, the witches that didn't feel like they had any support, they had any mm-hmm. sisters who were going through the same things, and I just feel such a deep connection with that time and, and with those women, and to be here now, being able to connect with people who are like-minded people who are like us, is is such a blessing. I, I often think social media is a blessing and a curse. Mm. Um, yes. And yes, it is both, yeah. especially when I think of radiation from the phones mm. or from mm-hmm. the laptops, but being able to treat it with awareness and really using it to your advantage for the higher good, it is here for a reason after all.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: A beautiful... Beautiful.
1: I've heard this phrase before is, uh, am I here on online to consume or to connect and co-create? Ask yourself that question. Are you here to consume more and more and more? Or are you here to coexist and to connect with this beautiful, support family who is speaking into and watering your roots and for you to grow into this beautiful tree this beautiful oak tree that you are becoming that is my greatest question yeah
0: when Mm. I approach
1: social media and I guess yeah there's a lot of consumption out there we're consuming a lot and I think that co-connection, that co-creation time, and the connection time um, is, in its natural essence, it it doesn't take so much out of us than the consumption. It doesn't drain us. Um, and personally, I think that balancing it out and and even a little bit more of, of taking more time to breathe the air to breathe with the winds to feel how it feels to discover the elements in your body in your natural body how does it feel to return to nature for a bit how does it feel to go into the void and stop the consumption completely um because Mm. again it's a lot of noise it's a lot of noise uh on our phones and on on our whatever we use to connect um yeah balancing it with those times where we're not consuming anything we're not even on our phones and we're just back into nature and into this hibernation mode where we're connection with we're, we're connecting with mother, the great mother to nourish ourselves nourish our roots so that we can come back feeling you know that that deep holding and the the conscious awareness of approaching our phones
0: mm-hmm. um, yes yeah yeah, because it's it's so easy to fall into the rabbit hole of your phone, of whatever whatever it is that you like doing, whether it's watching videos or YouTube, or even if it's stuff that you learn from, it's so easy to just fall into that, and it's so normalized as well to be on your phone for hours, and sometimes, like we said at the beginning of this episode, like you have to be your own mother. And really, I've really been feeling this of like, hey, I have to be my own mother and tell myself, no, it's better to go outside right now instead of sitting Mm -hmm. on your phone. Just making these little small conscious choices every day, they will change your life completely just by making the choice of like... Hey, maybe I won't watch Netflix as much today, and maybe I'll just yeah. go outside for a hike. <laughs> and then yeah. next day you do it again, and again, and there's just a ripple effect in your life. And even people like us, we're not immune to, immune to all of that. Uh, I think that's important to realize. Like we said before, like we're both students and teachers, we're all learning. And um, yes, such medicine. Okay, then. I think I only want to ask you a few more questions. Uh, Mm. The one that's coming up for me now is what is, or what do you believe is your soul's mission? And what are the first five words that come up in your mind that align with that? Mm.
1: Well, I'm going to bring it to a beautiful full circle. Once again, my greatest mission Let's see, wait. Five words. Okay. Reverence to the Earth Mother. Yes. Got
0: wow. it. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think, definitely think I was sent here to, to return and to be the vessel for Ma to speak through and for all the elements and all the teachers to speak through and i'm here to learn from them i'm here to deeply learn from them it's a devotion maybe devotion to the great mother um really everything i do i pray that i can do it with us with such a grounded devotion into the soils beneath my feet into the land i walk into all the tribes, all the organisms, every single breathing, non-breathing um, essence and spirit that is held by the Earth. Yeah. And whatever I do, whatever I do, and I pray that we can we can also return to that ancient wisdom within ourselves. Uh, and that authenticity and truth and full embodiment back into our bodies, embodiment, trusting the the essence of our being, trusting our bodies once again, and uniting, finally, soul and body, integrating the spirit and this beautiful vessel that we hold that is a
0: direct reflection of Mother Earth. Thank you for sharing this with us today for being here um i felt so held i felt so connected it felt like we talked for hours and (laughs) at at the same time it feels like we only just started (laughs) time is so fluid and i honor you so happy that you came on here um yes thank you so much for being here today what an honor, what an honor to to connect in this way, to
1: co-create in this way. You are a beautiful, beautiful soul with such mm. a high mission and such a sacred power within you. I can see you radiating right now with mm. such bliss and this certain sense of safety and calmness. Um, your presence is one so sweet sister and i am
0: so excited to witness this journey unfold hello beautiful listener and thank you so much for coming along the journey with us today and i hope that left you feeling inspired uplifted and empowered if you'd like to join our online community be sure to find us on instagram at women's journeys underscore and you can also find me your host at olivia luna healing I hope to see you again soon, and if you like the episode, be sure to leave us a review if you feel called to. It would really help us a lot. And in the meantime, namaste, and have a beautiful, beautiful day.